Welcome to Black Girl News, the podcast, a podcast that shares the stories of black women to the masses. And now your host, Leah Gordon. Yeah, so I actually worked the street that night. So not only did I hear it, I took part in some of those runs. It was chaotic. In my almost 20 years of police officer, most chaotic scene I've ever seen. Uh, the radio traffic, you had citizens calling 911, citizens trapped inside bars calling 911, say, what do I do? I'm afraid to leave. It's complete pandemonium, people running everywhere screaming, and let's not forget the blood and the victims that were laying on the street. Gunfire first erupted on the streets of the Short North at 2.33 a.m. Multiple people there injured in that incident. Officers also involved in the shooting. An hour later, police were called to another shooting on St. Clair Avenue in South Linden. Two people, including the suspect, died from this shooting. Three others were injured. And then at 4.41, police say there was another deadly shooting on East Whittier Street on the city's south side. This means two mass shootings happening in just a matter of hours in the city of Columbus this morning. This week, Columbus officials spoke out about the extraordinary weekend of violence. Today, we are here to talk about 28-year-old Taylin Rowland, who unfortunately died from her injuries. In all, a total of 10 people were shot in just two domestic incidents. According to reports, the acts of violence were so close, it was difficult to determine which victims came from which scene because many walked into the hospital and some weren't forthcoming with information. It's, it's tragic that uh, these, these incidents occurred and one of the things that we're really concerned about is how many guns are so easily accessible and how many people are walking around with guns. As you know, the gun laws changed back in June of, of last year. We were concerned. We're obviously, as police, we want to be able to make sure that we make people as safe as possible. But when you have a situation where anyone can have a gun with no checks and balances, they don't have to have any type of training. They don't have to have any uh, CCWs. They don't have to have anything to be able to get guns. What we're seeing is the guns are readily available. And what I will tell you is officers were here. We had officers around. They were working. They were present, which is why they were able to respond so quickly because they were here. So we need to figure out how do we get control of this gun situation? How do we get the guns out of their hands? Why is everybody walking around with a weapon? Taylin was 28 years old and lived in Columbus, Ohio. Outgoing, funny, and encouraging are words her family used to describe her. Taylin was very family-oriented. Not only did she love spending time with her siblings, they all were extremely close. According to her family, she was a wonderful, devoted, and loving mother, daughter, granddaughter, sister, and friend. She was the type of person who touched the lives of all that she encountered with her bright smile, charisma, and vibrant personality. Taylin also was a devoted mother of two beautiful daughters ages 9 and 10. Everything she did, she did for them, her girls for her entire world. Sadly, Taylin's bravery, love, and protection for her family resulted in the loss of her life. Reports stated the 28-year-old mother was in a relationship with 29-year-old Keith Pleasant. Reports didn't go into detail about the ins and outs of their relationship, and unfortunately, reports didn't share the motive behind the tragedy. What's been said that the two shared a home, and in the early hours of the morning, 
everyone was alerted by gunfire. Taylan's brother was shot 11 times and one of her sisters was shot during the exchange. Her daughters and other immediate family who were in the home were unharmed, but unfortunately, police say this is one of the most chaotic scenes they have ever encountered. Although some weren't harmed, many have now been displaced and are trying to cope with all that happened. It was a violent and deadly night all across the city of Columbus. Columbus police reporting three people are dead, multiple others injured in three separate shootings overnight. Thanks for joining us for NBC 4 at 11. I'm Kyle Beachy. Three hours, three separate shootings across the city of Columbus. At this time, we don't think that they're connected. Again, this is a preliminary um, investigation. The incident that occurred on St. Clair, there were five victims and one of them including uh, the suspect. So five victims including the suspect. And there was one victim on uh, East Whittier. On May 6, 2023, at around 3.31 a.m., officers were dispatched to Taylor's home. Once officers arrived at the scene, they found five individuals suffering from gunshot wounds. Unfortunately, Taylor was pronounced deceased by EMS personnel at 3.41 a.m., just 10 minutes after police arrived. Two of her siblings were hit and transported to local hospitals for treatment for their injuries and are expected to survive. According to police, Keith was taken to the hospital as well. However, he later died. Before he was pronounced deceased, Keith had been charged with murder, assault, and discharge into habitation. On May 6th at 3.31 a.m., officers were dispatched to the 1400 block of St. Clair Avenue on the report of a shooting. Officers arrived at the scene and found five individuals suffering from gunshot wounds. Taylor Rowland was pronounced deceased at that scene. Two victims were treated and released for their injuries, and one remains in the hospital, but is, is, he is expected to survive. The suspect, Keith Pleasant, suffered from a self-inflicted gunshot wound, and he later died at the hospital. This shooting was also domestic violence related. Keith and Taylor were believed to be in a relationship, boyfriend and girlfriend, and lived in the apartment. The other three victims were at that residence when this incident occurred. This marks 12 domestic violence homicides so far in 2023. At this time, police are still investigating this situation. Many neighbors are concerned and they hope that something would be put in place to stop this from happening. We spoke to residents of the short north who are concerned with all the violence. One resident says he and his fiance do sometimes frequent bars and restaurants in the area late at night. We do that from time to time. Um, I know like down there is like by Marcello is maybe where it happens, a nicer spot. So, I mean, yeah, I guess I have to be a little bit more cautious moving forward. And another resident tells me that the violence has escalated recently with the warmer weather. But I just don't leave my house. After midnight, it's too dangerous. He says he's also worried about looser gun laws. Anyone can carry a gun on the street. It's not illegal. It, you know, that's the way they made it. So this is what we deal with. And Columbus Mayor Andrew Ginther says enough is enough. And we need the state and federal government to step up uh, to do their part to keep guns off our streets. And if they don't have the courage to do that, then they at least need to get out of our way and let us do it. Anyone with information about the incident is asked to call Columbus Police or their local authorities.
Family, friends, and loved ones are extremely devastated about the loss. Ohio Mayor called on community members, faith leaders, prosecutors, and judges at all levels to fight the growing crisis. Thanks to all our officers under extraordinary circumstances. Uh, I want to thank them for their courage, their coolness under incredible pressure, the compassion they showed those that were shot in, in the line of fire in danger. The violence that took place across our community this weekend was truly horrific. As Chief indicated, Ohio BCI is leading the investigation into one of the incidents in the short north. Their work will continue. We'll provide additional updates as we learn more. But this wasn't the only violence that occurred. There were also two domestic violence incidents as well. And just to reinforce what the chief shared, the community needs to know there have been 12 homicides this year, with the beginning of May, from domestic violence situations. Well, more than all of last year. 20% of the homicides in the city of Columbus this year have been out of domestic violence situations. If you're in trouble domestically or if you know someone who is, call Choices at 614-224-4663. Please continue to share that information. We need faith leaders. We need trusted community leaders, others to make sure this information is out there and that we're serving and supporting families in crisis before there are tragic, tragic circumstances. These challenges, however, and sadly enough, are not exclusive to Columbus. We need lawmakers, the state and federal levels, to step up and help us get illegal crime guns off our streets. As the Chief said, 11 firearms, just at this one incident. If these folks are unable or unwilling to do their part to address this nation's growing gun crisis, then we have a simple request. Get out of our way. Let us lead at the local level to enact basic common sense gun safety legislation. We know what we need to do. We have done it before. It's incumbent on this country to rise to this moment. All we want to do is keep guns out of the wrong hands, out of the hands of criminals, in order to keep our residents safe. Universal background checks, red flag laws, prohibiting the sale of bump stocks, banning the sale of automatic weapons. These are things that virtually everyone agrees on. These aren't controversial. This isn't constitutional overreach. Simply put, this is what this moment demands and requires. We have every intention of seeing this work through. All of us have a role to play in making our communities safer. Faith leaders, prosecutors, judges, employers, parents, everyone. We need the community to continue to offer tips and information to the police so we can get these violent criminals off our streets. And we all need to do better. 
We're better than this. Our community is better than this. Together, we will do all that is required to make Columbus the safest big city in America. But clearly, clearly, we have work to do. Please welcome Council Member Remy. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you, Chief. And thank you to our officers that were put in this type of situation over the weekend. The violence that's occurring in this city this past weekend is completely and utterly unacceptable. People take, people are stealing cars. They're ending up with guns in the car, from the cars. They are carrying guns. The conflict resolution is resulting in guns. It, it is time to say enough is enough. Public safety is a fundamental right of any healthy and any healthy and thriving community without adequate public safety measures. People cannot feel secure in their homes, on the streets, or in public spaces. Law enforcement, of course, plays a critical role in ensuring public safety. Our officers, as you can see, work tirelessly day in and day out, putting their lives on the line. But we can't put that burden on, on, on just them. As a council member, I, along with my colleagues, can draft legis legislation. We pass legislation only to be usurped by the attorney general and the state house. Simple. Lock your guns up. Don't leave them in the car. These are all very simple things to do and still protect your Second Amendment rights. But police can't arrest their way out of this and we can't legislate our way out of this. We have to be accountable to ourselves and to each other. And we need to be working together tirelessly to make sure that people feel safe being on the streets in the city of Columbus. Enough is enough. Again, thank you, Chief. You guys, please keep this family in your thoughts and your prayers. Just looking at them on social media, they were all extremely close. Let me know your thoughts and your opinions down below. Thank you guys so much for watching. I love you guys dearly. And with that being said, don't forget to check on your loved one. And let's please respect the family and victim in the comments.